your being goddess state is always within reach. It's a state of activating the next version of you that's always wanting to show up. It's pivoting out of the imposter syndrome, head on, eyes open, even within the darkness of this major uprising. Welcome to the rise of the Goddess Collective. I am your host, Michelle Julian, your Goddess Guide. Welcome to Rise of the Goddess Collective. I am your host, Michelle Julian, and we are here live on Rise of the Goddess with Sierra Rana, and she is a soul-gratifying coach. Now, who does not want to work with a soul-gratifying coach? I know I do. And what's really cool about her is that she actually was a massage therapist, similar to moi, as you know. I am still a massage therapist. She is a retired massage therapist, but as all massage therapists know, that once you're a massage therapist, you're always a massage therapist. I'm sure her family's always asking her, can you give us a massage? <laughs> right? Am I yes, right? <laughs> all the time. Exactly, exactly. So I am going to share with you her bio so you can get a flavor of what she is doing now in her coaching practice. She is a medium, a speaker who guides leaders, pioneers, and generational curse breakers through the darkest moments to bring them towards their light. Before starting her coaching career, she was a licensed massage therapist and held many upper management positions over a 12-year span. After a successful career, she shifted into what ignited her, her soul, helping people live in the moment, very important. With an undeniable divine aura, she has become the go-to person for others who have lost their way. Sierra channels spirit to help create authenticity, freedom, love, and joy with ease. Sierra is devoted wife and mother who enjoys spending time with her family, cooking. We talked about cooking before we started the podcast. She's part Portuguese and her husband is Italian, so you can imagine the smells in that kitchen. She loves to travel with her family and she loves sports and she's always available for transformational coaching, healing resorts, which by the way, we got to talk about that because I'm thinking about doing a healing resort in 2023 and I'd love you to be one of the sole coaches. Definitely. So basically what we want you to know is Sarah is here to share her unique 
story because we all are unique beings, right? We all are here on this planet Earth to fill a purpose, whether it is being helpful and kind and you know, uplifting. And I think that's what Sarah really is about. We met many, many years ago, actually at an event with a woman who has a business called Next, um, it's called Next On Live. Next On on Scene, yeah. Next On Scene, media. She has a magazine, her name's Jackie. And I'll have to send this recording to her. (laughs) You'll love it that we mentioned her. And we met that event and we kept in touch like over the years. And then we kind of, you know, lost each other in in not being in touch, but then something happened. The universe brought Mm -hmm. us together. I don't know how, but the universe does that. And I love that the universe does that. So what I really think that, you know, is unique about Sarah is that if you find you need to learn this transformational energy work she has the understanding in all the facets so all of the woo woo but she also has the scientific knowledge as well it's like the medical science of of the woo woo right so basically um what i would love you to share is what chapter you are in your life right now, because that's what kind of the goddess guy talks about is being in a particular chapter of your life. And what, what is happening as you are evolving as this human being doing this transform- transformational coaching, share with us, you know, how that's affecting your life and your business and how you've innovated from being this, you know, massage therapist to actually doing online coaching. Yeah. Thank you for having me. First of all, very excited to be here. Um, As you were reading my bio, it was like, my heart was just like fluttering. And it was just a reminder of how far I've come in the journey. Um, My current chapter, I'm going to call it by the years, right? I'm 35, 35 and a half almost. And Chapter 35 and a half has been hard when I first started uh, awakening to this notion of, you know, the spiritual being. I've always been a medium. I've always channeled spirit, but this actual like knowledge of becoming more of a healer side of it, um, I always envisioned that 35, I would be in my prime. I'd be at the top, like my career would be taking off. My family would be because my kids are a little bit older now. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll be finally working the dream career, doing what I need to do. Um, and 35 hit me hard. (laughs) I, I got pregnant in June. I had a miscarriage in August and it was just, you know, this downward slope of, oh my God, I thought, you know, this was going to be, we're adding a third baby to, um, our world and I'm hitting this prime. Right. But obviously things happened where it, it just wasn't meant to be in this moment. But as I, process the grief because that's where I am I'm in grief right I'm grieving um it occurred to me that I'm in this chapter of healing my inner child like deep cellular healing of this inner child because that's what you do we really work backwards 
uh, in our healing journey, we start where we're at in the moment. And then we start this like backwards, <laughs> like spiral, I would call it. Um, and we start peeling back the layers. Um, and when I started processing and connecting with my daughter that crossed over, like I kind of asked her, I was like, what, what happened? Right. And she's like, I was relieving her. And I said, what do you mean you were relieving her? She goes, I was relieving her. And she showed me a picture of me as a child, as a baby. And I said, huh, that's weird. <laughs> right. I was like, okay. And then as I processed through it, um, when my mom was pregnant with me, she lost her father. So one of the first in like literally a month before I was born, she lost her father. So she was grieving while I was coming into this world. So that was the first emotion that I really felt was grief. So it's almost like I came full circle to really feel the grief that loss that was so significant, right? As you know, that mother, father, uh, mother, daughter dynamic. It was just like this, this unconditional love grief where it's just like, what, this is such a huge emotion. And it was weird because I didn't process it as deeply as I used to process grief. Cause my whole life I carried grief. I would just constantly be, I grieve when other people were grieving. I lost a ton of friends at a young age, um, through different accidents and stuff like that. And what I've always experienced death. And I was like, why am I always surrounded by it? my dad even said to me one day, he's like, you, he's like, you're so young and you have lost, you've, been to more funeral and rake wakes than I ever have. And I was like, I don't know. It's like my theme, my theme in life, right? Grief. Um, but we don't realize how powerful grief is and how much it can move you and how many emotions there are wrapped into the grief. And that's what I've really been working on the past uh, three months is just dissecting each emotion, allowing myself to go all in on each emotion, uh, whether it's being angry, right? <laughs> it's like super angry being depressed, being anxious, having all of these um, emotions come up and feeling them fully. But I'm coming now, instead of being that little child, I'm coming from the space of wisdom, right? And experience. And it's actually much easier to process when you are willing to go through it, when you're willing to look at it, feel it deeply and walk through it, walk through each, because normally we like to avoid and we don't want to feel the yucky feelings. Um, but it's opened up so much freedom for me. And it's, you know, as I look back at the first dream that I had when I lost her, where she's like, I was relieving her. I'm like, oh, you're relieving me of this grief, this emotion, right? You're relieving me of this. And now I get to live in freedom. Now I get to be free from all of these yucky emotions that are just have been stored in my body for 35 years. And it was just one of the most beautiful cycles to go through as hard as it was. Um, you know, and I, I feel like it's something that I'm always going to feel and go through and, you know, milestones and stuff will, will come up, but I've never been able to process the death as easily as I have this one. Mm, that sounds really, really intense. Yeah. And I feel like grief is a weird beast it is. and that you were able to really lean into what it was that you were feeling. Because yeah. I know myself that I kind of shy away from feeling the grief feelings because I'm afraid that I'm going to get so deep in mm -hmm. to grief that I won't be able to come out. Yeah. Right? But with all of the practices that you and I have learned that you don't want to shy away from 
the dark, right? right. The dark, the sad, yeah. um, the devastation energy, you know, we would call it. And if we give ourselves grace, give ourselves time yeah. to feel all the feelings, eventually we will have wisdom, like you said, yeah. from the process, because that's what we are. We're these human you know, beings um, having a spiritual experience yeah. at all times. And we're always strengthening that intuition mm -hmm. that got no matter what it is that we're going through. So I'm curious, like with your own intuition, and we talked about this earlier, mm -hmm. um, that you, you know, we also kind of understand some other aspects like human design, right. gene keys and things like that. We have that knowledge that I'm a manifesting generator, which basically says I'm always working. <laughs> yeah. Duh, yeah, okay. Yes, entrepreneur, mm -hmm. typically workaholic. Um, but in your pure generator, so that yeah. means you like you really produce. <laughs> yep, <Yeah>. always creating. <laughs> yes, yes. So with that energy, how have you been able to strengthen your own intuition with running your own online business? Because mm. you know, online is way different than offline. It's right. You no, know, and the audience, my audience, is offline, online. So I'm, and they're probably thinking, how would I do an online business? with the woo-woo, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I actually, I'm shifting more into hybrid now. So I'm doing, I'm opening up an in-person location, um, but I do online. I started online years ago, eight years ago, nine years ago, I started an online in different industry, but similar thing, I was coaching health and fitness. Um, and I shifted this whole time <laughs> through it. And going through, right, when you're, when you're utilizing emotion and energy online, you have to hold the vibration and the frequency um, as you're creating and and as you're posting and as other people are are reading, you have to set the tone, the energetic tone, but also understand that people are going to read it however they want to read it because you're just, you know, unless you're going live, right, and talking, um, you're opening yourself up to a broader audience and different views and different cultures and different belief systems. Um, so it's really, I wrote this actually yesterday or this morning, I forget what it was as a status was over all these years, my message has never changed. It's just the level of the people that are reading it has changed, right? They're, they're finally hearing me years later. I've been spit, spitting the same stuff for years. Right. And it's just consistency. And it's really understanding that, um, you know, with the grief and especially as a grieving mom, um, I've come so close to death many times. I almost died actually when I, when I was miscarrying, I almost, I was hemorrhaging out and, um, you, a part of your soul goes to the universe, right? Your children are a part of you. Right. So it's like, I'm kind of in between these worlds right now. I feel very disconnected, but connected like super connected, super disconnected. I want to be disconnected to my human and be with her, but I have two living children and I can't do that. Right. So I have, I'm like, one foot in, one foot out. So my intuition is very heightened. Um, I do channel a lot of messages directly and it's allowing that anger to create and, and to transmute into power, into creativity. 
um, of the anger of not being able to be out there, but, you know, and still being here, but then I have my kids and they're my world. And it's just like, I'm here. I have to be present. I have to be here now. My purpose is here, right? It's not going out there yet. I clearly, I wouldn't have been here <laughs> if it wasn't, if I wasn't meant to be right. Um, so it's just using that creativity and using that emotion and using that anger online, but also in person, because now I'm like, all right, I need to get out and meet people. I need to go out and do things because you can network in groups, right? We're, we're doing it online in online groups, but now I'm starting to shift and starting bringing these people. People want to connect, right? We've been locked away for so long. They want to connect in person. Uh, they want to feel the energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we were in hermit mode, right? Everybody was healing. They're all in the dark. And now it's like, all right, let's, let's leave a little bit. Let's get outside for a bit. Um, and that's what I've really been focusing on. Um, kind of coming offline a little bit more. I'm still just putting out the same message online, but trying to pull people away from online and doing in-person stuff. Um, so this is why I do my retreats because I absolutely love in-person. I started doing them in uh, February, March, 2021. And I've been doing them ever since because the people that need to be there show up and they come out and there's no, um, there's no difference really uh, if you understand your own energy between being online and being in person. Like you said, you had to learn how to transmute through Zoom, right? And it took that took a little bit to get used to. But once you start to master it, once you start to understand that all I need to do is see your face and I can feel your energy, right? It's just what it, what are you vibrating to me, right? Um, you know, it's the same as in person. It's just you can physically touch, right? It's that physical touch, that human connection, that skin-to-skin -skin contact. Mm -hmm. Um just makes a little bit of a difference, you know, from massage, right? The ability to heal. I I can heal you through energy here, but it's not as powerful as in person, but it's still powerful because it's, it's source energy, right? So it's like, it matters, but it doesn't matter. I'm in this, I'm in this up and down of things don't really matter and things do matter. So. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It's so good. I'm so glad that you really um, explained that to the audience because I think that people really want to still get their healing if they can't go in person for whatever reason, you know? Mm -hmm. Some people, you know, just are too busy taking care of their family, so it's easier to sign up for an online thing. They don't have to get in their car and drive there, right? So it's nice to actually have this medium of online now, and it's, it's becoming more like, okay, 50, 50, you know, 50% online, maybe 50% offline. And like you, I love going and meeting people and talking to people because it's just a different energy. Yeah. And like last night I went to, um, the, uh, it's a boys and girls club for, Boston and they had a toy drive and it was across the street at a hotel and they had a toy drive and everybody in the rotary the Watertown rotary was there and there was people from the Newton rotary and just various people were invited to this you know event and everyone just was like so happy to like be there right. because we all now we don't take it for granted anymore, yeah. right? This is like our new normal of like, oh my God, we're so lucky we're like getting to see each other 
one-on-ones. Fantastic. You know, you're not like taking it for, for granted anymore. So people are really appreciating when you come out. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh my God, what do you do? Like people like come up to you, they're like, what do you do there? They're not quiet. They're like, everybody's now become like an extrovert because mm -hmm. they've been an introvert for like you said, right. like two years. Mm -hmm. Now they're like, I can talk and I can ask questions and yeah. all that, you know, and people still are being mindful of their vaccinations mm -hmm. and all of that and taking care of their health. Mm -hmm. And I think um, that it's really allowed us to just have more gratitude now right. when we are able to go out and meet people and see people and connect with people. So I think you're right on about having the retreats and really keep that momentum going because mm -hmm. you know that that's really what is filling your cup up and the people that are, are meeting you. Right. And I think it's, it's exciting to have that transition to that. So what would you say, um, you know, for, you know, your own goddess wisdom self, how you learn how to be discerning mm -hmm. with your personal and your business life experience? How, you know, how have you learned that discerning energy? For me, it's all about intimacy. Uh, when you're, when you're using discernment, right? How intimate, how close am I going to let you in proximity to me? Right. Um, my discernment, my radar is my heart and my gut. Right. And for me, it's, if this doesn't, if it doesn't feel correct up here, eh, maybe it's like a little red flag. And then I'll sink into my heart um, and really discern of, you know, is this the correct move? Is this the correct, should I be sharing this? Should I be doing this? Right. Cause I do share a lot. I do, you know, but there's so many hours in the day and people like you share so much on social. I'm like, but you see a small percentage of my day to day. Right. And it's just understanding that not everything needs to be out. You can keep things intimate. Like my husband and I, we've been together for almost 19 years. Like there's things that you guys don't see day to day. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, my kids, you know, my kids are getting older now. They don't want me sharing them as much on social media. So it's, you know, it's just respect and discernment again of, I ask permission. Can I post this? Can I post that? Um, you know, and it's just growth. It's always about growth because your discernment signals are going to change. And it's really like, I always, this is my number one thing that I tell my clients and, and my audiences, get out of your head and get into your heart. Because if you're in the head, your head is easily manipulated and can be tricked multiple times because our brains are so powerful and, you know, they're active in different ways. They could be influenced very easily. Your heart cannot. That's where your soul is. That's where, you know, your truth lies. Um, so it's really just sinking deep into and asking yourself a series of questions, right? Is this correct? What is my truth? What they're saying about me, is that correct? Um, what do I know is the truth? And it's just always coming back home, coming back to your truth. And again, giving yourself grace and compassion, right? Because that's the dark side of discernment is really just understanding that you, you might have messed up a little bit. You might be in the wrong. Can you be honest with that? Can you, can you accept that? Um, you know, and that's the discernment of, you know, and there's, and I don't say that there's right or wrong, but sometimes you're, you're, you know it, right. You know, the truth. You're like, ah, I really wasn't that nice. Or, oh, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, my best self in that moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful that, 
you know, you have that respect with your kids. Now they're getting older. My daughter was the same way. Like, you know, back in the day, um, when my daughter was like, you know, like in her teens, like teenager, um, pre-college, I think as soon as she got out of college, um, and I didn't really have my business online at that yeah. point. I was just on Facebook, just sharing family photos. She, I remember she, once she got her job, she's like, I just want you to know, like, I don't really like Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't really like Facebook. And if you're going to post something, you're going to have to get my permission. And yeah. I was like, okay, no problem. Nope. You know, and I'll, I'll never forget this one time that I was just so excited because it's her like new job. <laughs> I was so excited. I took a picture and I didn't ask her. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Later, like that month or something. And she was not really a big Facebook person. She said to me, mom, I saw that you posted. I know you're excited. But remember I told you? Yeah ask my permission I was like oh I'm sorry I forgot yeah <laughs> you know right and it's that discernment right you it wasn't that you were wrong it was just it just over the head over the heart right or over right. the heart but right. it's not like it's not like you did anything bad right and it's no. just like no. you know so you could have gone down the spot the spiral of shame and guilt and regret and stuff but if you come back to heart it's like is she really going to be this mad at me? Right. Was it really that much of a mistake? And it's like, no, it was just, a, you know, a slip, a little slip. Yeah. Well, thank God it was my daughter because <laughs> yeah, she, she does love me and she <laughs> right. can, can bring it from the head down to the heart at times. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> uh, there is no bringing from head down to heart. There's just like, <laughs> yeah. not that she is that kind of personality in general she's a cancer I'm a Capricorn Hmm. so she actually is more of an empath yeah than me I'm an empath too Mm -hmm. so sometimes you know as you know mother-daughter relationships go it was difficult for me to really know how she was feeling because she kept everything in she's cancer she's quiet so i had to figure out as a mother how to pull what was going on yeah her and and what you know was uncovered was wow she is like a real high sensitive impact i need to pay attention to this right because once you know that then you can act accordingly Mm -hmm. and with discernment and yeah. with compassion, you can, you know, have a better relationship with right. your children. And I think that's why it's important to open yourself to this type of coaching because there's so much more to relationships right. than, you know, the fact that they're your your children and you know, you're their, their mother and that whole paradigm of like what I grew up was, was basically my mother would, would tell me what I should think and feel. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, I was breaking that, you know, generational yep. um, cycle mm-hmm. with my daughter as a single mother, because I ended up getting divorced very early. Mm-hmm. So 
basically I had to learn how to communicate in a different way, not having any kind of modeling. And so having to go deep within my own awareness of my own healing that I needed to do as a single parent, talking about grief and all of what happens with that, that it was just so perfect for me to go deep within the personal development of the spiritual wisdom and all of that and having that information and getting all of that information so I can just be a better person, period. (laughs) I mean, better mother, better person. Yeah. Because, you know, I feel just like you, you have a purpose. You're living the purpose. It's about being with your family. It's about having a fulfilling life from the heart and the soul. Yeah. And yeah, of course, you're going to say some things that are not necessarily from the heart because you're, again, a human being, right? Yeah. In, in this world and having a spiritual experience, but you get that wake up call. And I think that, you know, that leads me into the other question mm-hmm. would be basically um, what would you like your legacy? to become oh that's a good one Um, isn't it (laughs) that is a good one uh for me I am like my if we go into human design I'm the vessel of love too that's my reincarnation cross my purpose is to literally go with the flow of humanity and this to lead with service and to make sure that everything's in flow and that's kind of why where I came up with the soul gratifying coach title it's really like my job is to help people live their best life, right? That with a gratified soul, that they leave here with gratitude and that they live here in this moment with gratitude because mm-hmm. we we are so um, conditioned to just work through life or walk through life in this conditioned state of, you know, purpose is this big, bigger thing than us when the purpose is just to live. <laughs> like you're here to just to live and experience good, bad, uh, negative, positive, whatever the experience is, it's just to just breathe, right? Wake up every day with gratitude that you're awake, right? I've had many uh, near-death experiences, about six of them over my time, and I always come back, and I'm like, I'm grateful to be alive. Like, I choose to be here. I have my moments where I'm like, get me off this planet, but we have the ability to do so much while we're here and we are conditioned to do nothing with our time and to do not to sit in a, you know, in an office space, um, nine to five every single day, you know, lock into a mortgage for 35 years, um, spend our money on material things versus traveling the world, getting to know people, meeting people, um, being outside, be, in, taking in nature, right? We look at children, but we're supposed to live like children every single day. We look at children and they're a leaf can blow by and it's the greatest thing that they experience. And that's how we're supposed to live life. We're not supposed to be behind a desk all day. We're not supposed to be miserable. God, you know, I, I call it God doesn't want us to be, uh, <laughs> you know, sheltered. And, and, and I, and like we said at the beginning of this with, with, um, you know, the past two years of just being stuck inside, we were able to come out and now we're grateful to be out, right? We're grateful to be around people. We kind of, some of us rebelled and went out before we were supposed to. And, you know, um, I did. And it's just like one of those things where we're here to experience all of God's creation, everything, 
You're not supposed to just sit in a cubicle all day slaving away. And this is where that hybrid comes in, right? So we have online that we're all becoming entrepreneurs. Everybody can be an entrepreneur and make money online. This is why this is here. This is why social media is here. This is why the internet was created to have access to everything at the touch of our fingertips, right? And to be able to travel the world and still have money and to be able to still serve people. I can go anywhere. I just moved out of state, right? And now I'm here and I can travel. I do retreats. I can travel anywhere, work from anywhere because I'm remote. And then I can have an in-person place where people can gather and have a community and still have that, that communal feeling, right? Have that connection. And that's all it is. It's like we, we take for you know, granted so much, so much of our lives. And my job is to really demystify this, uh, you know, people call me radical. I, I, I think very radically and I'm like, but your thinking has got you nowhere. <laughs> it has, has left you broke, miserable or stressed out. <laughs> so I'm pretty, so a friend of mine, I was like, you know what? He's like, he goes, someone was telling me not to work with you because you're just too radical. And I go, okay. And why are you here with me? And he goes, because you look so happy. He goes, you go through so much. He's like, but you look so happy. I go, cause I am. <laughs> I was like, I am happy. Cause I create the life that I want to live. And that's what we're called to do. Love I could it. go on about that all day. But. I love that. I love that so, so much that, you know, even though a person told this person yeah. radical, she's so radical. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like way out there like that, you know, that's like pie in the sky thinking. Yeah. Yep. Because that is the way we as human beings are programmed, that yep. we get a job and we work nine to nine, actually. So yep. nine to five. Right. I know. And, you know, by the way, you know, uh, when you get that house, it's going to be a mortgage that is just basically so huge yeah. that, you know, good luck actually living and having a fulfilling life <laughs> and right. going out in the woods and going for a walk because, you know, your mortgage is so high that, you know, you're lucky if you can take a break yeah. uh, because, you know, businesses are expecting people actually to work these long hours because it's hybrid. They're yeah. like, okay, go do your thing, but you better make sure that you put in the 13, 16 hours. Yeah. That we actually expect you because we are paying you that high, you know, salary. And, you know, so it's a world that is set up to not support a well-balanced right. life. Yep. <laughs> it's not even available. <laughs> right. So, and I, like you, had a choice. I mean, I decided that I wanted to work for myself. Yeah. And not work the nine to nine jobs. And did I do the nine to nine jobs? Yeah, absolutely. In the beginning of my life in my twenties and my thirties, I did. But then once I got to 40, I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to do this, this way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, knock on wood, it worked out. You're in alignment, right? Alignment. You know, I, mean, I was able to buy a house. I was able to bring my child up through this, you know, very complex world as a single parent, yeah. put her through college, put her through, you know, a couple of years to get on her feet. She lived with me for like three months when she 
actually um, graduated from college. And, and I said, why, why do you want to move out? You're saving money, you know, living with me. And she's like, mom, you're not supposed to live with your mother after a certain period of time. <laughs> she's like, you're great. She goes, but I'm not, I'm not going to be your best friend anymore. I stay here. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like my daughter. <laughs> she's 10. But... <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well, my daughter was doing her laundry at 10. Oh yeah. Um, she's like, she, I think, right. Yeah. Because they yeah. can, they know how to do, they know how to load mm-hmm. the, load the, you yeah. know, machine and, and get it done. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's so fun to kind of see how other people think and think that this is the way they need to live out their lives. And then him saying, wow, you look so happy. So I must need to like find out why, why yeah. is it that you're so happy? Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because my husband is, <laughs> he's still conditioned. He's still working through, you know, he's, he's going through, walking through his awakening process, which it does take a little while. And he's so traditional, right? Like marriage, house, uh, cars, this materialistic. He actually works remote now. And when he went remote, like that was a huge shift for him. And it was a lot to take on. And he's like, this is like completely different. I'm lost. I don't know what to do with myself. Cause like I have all these hours, right? Cause you could kind of just, you're not being watched while you're working. And like, he's like, I have to actually like structure my day and like, you know, make sure that I'm getting things done. And, um, and when we moved, so when we moved uh, this summer, I wanted to say nomadic. I was like, I don't want to buy a house. Like, let's just travel. Let's move around. Let's travel. And he still uh, had a hard time with that. And my kids did a little bit, not too much. Um, he's like, I can't. He's like, I need a house. I need stability. I need, a, you know, I, I was like, so you need to lock us into a, a mortgage for 30 years. But, you know, you can, that's the thing too, is they don't teach you that you can sell and make money, make a profit on your house, right? What, depending on the market. That's a story for another day, but I'm like, all right, fine. Let's find a house, but it has to have everything that we want and that we need. And it has to like, you know, it's not going to be materialistic. It's not going to break the bank. Like we just need somewhere to just have a home base and then I'm traveling. (laughs) And so, you know, and it's just really, is that compromising that compassion, even like you said with your daughter, like you, you compromise with her in a way of like, you can live here for a little while. And she's like, all right, I know that, but I need to move here. Right. And so it's just, you know, establishing your needs and being um, vocal about your needs too, right? She was vocal with you about her needs. And that's like I said, I was like, I need to travel. Like I am nomadic and my soul is a wanderer. Like I need to be free. I can't be tied down to things. And he's like, fine. He's like, we'll buy a house and then you can travel every month. (laughs) And I said, okay. Right. So it's like one of the, cause I was, we were going to do the RV thing and I was like, I don't want to be too close to you guys all the time, but (laughs) Um, you know, and it's just being honest, right? It's being honest. Like what? And that's what I asked my clients, the first call that we always have together. I'm like, if you could have the Disney dream life, what would you do every day? Like, how would your first day look? Mm-hmm. And you know, and it's people can't tell me they have struggled to say this because it's, it's a fantasy. Right. And right. then we work through and make it a reality. And they're like, holy crap, how did we do that? Right. And it's just choices. It's just really choosing to break free from habitual patterns and conditioning. Yes, absolutely. We could talk all day <laughs> about you. breaking through patterns. Yeah. <laughs> and then some, maybe, we'll have, maybe we'll have a like a separate like show. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but let's let the audience know how they can get in touch with you. Yeah. How, 
easy it is to get in touch with you and how quickly it is to get in touch with you because people are not patient when they like right. want to know like how do I work with this woman so and uh I'm going to put in the notes that people know the Facebook links and the social links and the website links so what's the easiest easiest peasiest way to get a hold of you uh, easiest will probably be my Facebook, Ciara Grana. <laughs> it's just my name, my part, like my personal page. Uh, okay. Second would be Instagram, Ciara Grana Coaching. Okay. And I'm the one that answers. So if you DM me, it's me <laughs> talking to you. Yes. You actually do respond to direct messages. Yeah. And I find that direct messages is very similar to our cell phones. Yeah. You no, know, it, it's really easy to communicate through Facebook mm -hmm. Messenger. I'm teaching a lot of my clients yep. um, this, and they never even knew it existed. Some people don't even know that Facebook has this Messenger I Messenger thing. And, and then their first question is like, who can see it? I'm like, nobody. Nobody. I do all, everything. All my, my whole business is basically in Messenger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. It's like the, the coolest portal that I really didn't really know that much about either until I really started going online more and more. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. You DM her and you can get on her calendar. Yep. Do you offer like, you know, free clarity sessions just to make sure that you want to work with this person kind of thing? Or do you, is, is there like a tea chat or something? So, um, I used to do that a lot, but I get super busy with that. Uh, so literally if you're on my social, you can message me, I can chat with you quickly on there, or you could just follow, I post everything. So you can follow my social media and you'll kind of get a vibe of me. If you have questions, my, my DMS are open. So it's really, that's where I do most of that. I don't get on zoom much with, I don't do free discovery calls anymore. It's just, I'm too busy to do that. So I'm mindful yeah. of my energy and your energy and my time. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that that can happen. That happened to me when I first started doing yeah. the online transition. I was like, oh my God, I had like seven tea chats a day. And I was mm -hmm. like, that's a lot. <laughs> it, it, well, cause you're still, you're still providing a service. Right. And you know, I do once in a while, like this month, I actually, um, I'm offering free coaching. So I like, I have a call in a little bit of a free open awesome. coaching. So I'll, I'll invite some people onto that, but I try to keep it very limited because I do have a life outside of my work. You do, you yeah. do. And it's good to have those boundaries because yeah. that's taking care of yourself. That's part yeah. of your human being, spiritual experience is like, mm -hmm. I can say no and you can get my energy through all of the, exactly. you do offer a lot of free resources, yeah. just talking and sharing. I mean, mm -hmm. I think that, you know, that's why people love going online because yeah. they do get a lot of free you know, it's like knowledge. Um, right. And I keep, I keep a lot of my programs low cost too, because I was there, right. I didn't have money to invest in myself back in the day. And so I keep everything very low cost. Everything's usually under $200 for most of my offerings, um, because I want to help as many people as I can. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being on rise of the goddess collective. And I look forward to talking to you about potentially doing a retreat together in 2023. Yes, Let me know. So is there any one last thing you want to say before you go? <laughs> yeah. Um, my biggest advice is slow down to speed up. Life is to be enjoyed, not rushed. Ooh, I like that. That's, yeah. that's good. That's good. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. 
And mine is your activation is my activation. Yeah. Bye for now. you for being here inside the Goddess Collective. I wanted to let you know that when you come to the Collective, you are receiving free resources that help you with your self-awareness. I created free trainings for you. It's the Julian method goddess activation group it's free and it's a face group collective to help you get started with a new way of living follow along and witness the power of intentionally living with me and step in to the new realm of self-care for the activated goddess their bare bones basic 101 goddess tips and tools you'll get a three-day consecutive boot camp it's a taster of the julian method i help you get started on your goddess practice you'll find it at the julian goddesscoaching.com and also a real special treat you can receive the being and becoming goddess oracle deck yes i birthed this during the pandemic super juicy you'll receive a published deck with a digital deck and also your own goddess activated meditation audio juicy juicy goddess things are in store for you i am so excited for you and this journey have a glorious day and remember your activation is my activation have a great day